Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. It's, uh, holy moly, can you believe it? It's already the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. It's text the show Wednesday. You can text in any questions you have to me. It's Wednesday. Text the show Wednesday means you can text me any question you have about what's going on out on the water. What do you think? What do you want to know about? Those of you that are driving around in your cars, tomorrow we'll be doing the same thing. Question. I'm going to have my son join me tomorrow on the show. Sean Hansen is going to join me. My beautiful wife, Kelly's up visiting her mother, so she will not be with us tomorrow. They have a lot of stuff going on tomorrow, so she can't do a remote podcast. So my son's going to fill in, and my son and I will be answering all your questions tomorrow. Those of you that don't have time to send in your questions today, you can do a couple of different ways. You can send your question in on Facebook or YouTube, or you can text me at 949-374-0786, and I'll answer everybody's questions. If it's got anything to do with fishing or Mexico or Baja or anything to do with my beautiful website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, just let me know. And we're talking about a new sponsor today who's going to be making some guest celebrity appearances out on the out on the hoop net trips. This man I met at the uh, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival and uh, he's a very nice man and he's a chemist and he put together one of the most incredible products I have ever seen. We're going to talk about that more throughout the show. It's a perfect product for lobster fishing because I don't know any of you ever done, have done the lobster fishing thing and you got to cut the bait and get ready for the night and put all the bait and all the tubes and everything. But by the time you're all done, you, you're smelling pretty funky. So we'll talk about that product a little bit later in the show. And I just want you to know that you can text me any question you have at 949-374-0786. Tim Ogilvie, my friend, my buddy, my pal, Mel Bacon did a phenomenal job putting the two of us together from up in heaven. And I want to tell you, I am absolutely taken back, my friend. I am totally taken back and I am touched. My heart is touched. Tim, I can't believe you did this for me. That is an incredible gift. Look at that, gang. Those of you that are listening on the podcast channels, we got a spectacular box of gifts from Tim Ogilvie. Tim, I love you, man. We got a beautiful hat from Reagan's. We got a beautiful shirt, small town with a big backyard. Yeah, that's what I think of as Bishop. Steak strip, bag of jerky. We got some mango slices from Marley, some smoked almonds, some butter toffee peanuts, and a nice sticker, which I'm going to be wearing that shirt and that hat on the show as soon as Kelly gets back into town. But Tim, thank you very much for the gifts. Everybody out there, 
the community and the friendship that I've built with most of you from your saltwater guide and from going with you guys on your boats and meeting you at all the different trade shows and everything. I can't even express my, my uh, appreciation for everybody and all the people that watch us every day and all the silly videos I put out, Elliot and I put out every week. The, this, the love that we feel is mind-boggling, and it really makes up for all the hate that we get. And we get more hate than most people because there's so many jealous people out there, jealous, jealous, jealous of what we're doing. So things like this, Tim, let me know that you do really appreciate everything I do. And there's so many of you out there that send me stars every week and you send me um, tips on YouTube. And I put up because there's a lot of people that send me messages and they're like, Dave, I don't understand the tips. I don't understand the, the uh, stars. Right there, there's a picture of my wife in the top right-hand corner, gang. That is our... Venmo account that it goes strict straight to Kelly girl that is going to help feed Marley. It's going to help feed the outdoor cats that we're saving the indoor. We have two cats in our house. We have two cats out in the backyard that live in our backyard that refuse to come in. Then we have our rescue monkey Marley. You see dancing around behind me throughout the show, all your tips and everything that you all do for us. We appreciate it. You can grab that QR code right up there in the top right hand corner. If you can't figure out the, the stars are the tips, and you can grab that right there. And I thank you very, very much for anybody and everybody that gives us anything. Devo, did you get your shirt? It should have been delivered. The rest of you that are waiting for products from the sponsors, they're they're on their way. I've talked to them. They're, they're getting everything out as quickly as they can. Hey, Arnie, nice to see you. Mike Lewis, unbelievable. Still, that video is just going bananas where Mike Lewis and his wife, Jamie, took that. took that uh, lobster leg off and made that uh, beautiful popcorn lobster leg video for us. And Devo Mel Bacon was a huge part of my life. And Tim Ogilvie is part of the family, the Bacon family. He married into the family. And uh, it, when he came to the show and introduced himself, we talked on the phone before, but Mel Bacon had a very big part of my life growing up. I remember... I'm just going to tell a quick story. I remember the first time I ever ran a sport boat by myself. We were doing double half day out of Dana Point. And the morning half day trip, that big bonito was biting out in front of Dana Point in the canyon out there. You troll for it like you do albacore fishing and get a hook up and then throw some bait. And then that 10 to 15 pound yellow, our bonito would come to the corner and it was just insane. That, after, that morning trip, we had about 25 people on the boat. Mel Bacon and I, Mel let me run the boat, but I, Mel was there. So it didn't feel like I was really in running the boat full time. Then the afternoon trip, I had my deckhand, myself and Mel Bacon and Mel goes, you're going to take it out of the dock. And I'm like, okay, he goes, I'm going to untie the boat. And he, I'll never forget it. Devo it goes, and Tim, this is one of the biggest memories of my life. He comes he goes down there to untie the boat, gang. And uh, I'm looking out the back window on the seahorse, and I see him untie the boat. And uh, the, normally when that stern line got untied, that meant you bumped it forward, kind of pull out away from the dock. And so I'm pulling out away from the dock, and I'm paying attention, and I'm paying attention, and I'm looking left, I'm looking right. Then I look out the back window, and we are 
away from the dock enough that there's no way anyone's jumping on the boat. And there's Mel standing there waving at me. And that was it. The first time I ever ran the boat by myself. And uh, Mel was a very big mentor in my life because I don't know any of most of you, even though our fathers are very good at what they do, we don't listen to our parents. We will listen to other people, but we won't listen to our parents. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. That was a big day in my life. So Darren, we got a question from you this weekend. Calico's in San Diego, deeper water rockfish size, nine mile bank. Targeted depths, hot spots, flat spots, or drop-offs. I will send you all that information when we're done with the show. Gang, your saltwater guide. Your saltwater guide. The community that we've built at your saltwater guide is second to none. There's nothing like it on the planet Earth. I want you to grab that QR code that I'm throwing up right now. Hit it with your phone. Grab that QR code. Make sure that you get it up on your phone. It, we, we, I built an app with the help of Elliot. I built a beautiful app that has over 1,300 hot spots in Southern California on the app. We cover everything you need to know to catch fish on your private boat, also on a sport boat. Seeing how the family owns a bunch of sport boats, we kind of know how to do that thing. So check out my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. The QR code's setting right there, ready for all of you to grab if you have a chance. And please hit that QR code in the top right corner and throw us a tip, a couple bucks, a dollar here, a dollar there, five bucks, whatever. Helps buy us more food for all our rescue animals. Just makes life a little bit easier. We're not begging. We're just letting you know if we entertain you at all, if you enjoy our show, go ahead and Throw something on there for us, and we appreciate it. Gang, you can send in your questions to me at 949-374-0786, and uh, I will do my best to answer it. Arnie, what are you say saying? I think you're sending the wrong message to somebody, Arnie. I don't think that was for me. Or if it is, I don't understand it because I'm not a. Yeah, that's what I thought. I read down a little bit. <laughs> All right. I know it was crazy back in those days. Absolutely, Devo. It was crazy. Hey, Augie, thanks for joining us today. Gang, your saltwater guide 949-374-0786. I want to answer your questions. Nobody's sending in any questions. So there's no questions to answer. So we're going to talk more about these uh, windmills. I've been reading so much about these wind, these offshore windmills, what they're planning on doing, gang. They're going to devastate half of LA Long Beach Harbor. They're going to build this giant island platform in there. If you've been watching our live videos... The area where Justin's been catching all those giant lobsters in, in L.A., Long Beach Harbor, that area is going to get closed off. They're going to build a giant island there. Yeah, it's already, they're already bringing in the rocks and the dirt and all the baloney, and they're going to build this island where they'll, when they purchase all these windmills from China, yes, from China, because we don't make them here in America. So think about that. <laughs> That everything that they're trying to tell you 
is all lies. And uh, so those windmills come from China. Yep, they come from China. We don't make them here. We have to build ships to bring them. Well, I'm sure we're not going to build the ships. I'm sure China is going to get that contract too. And then we're going to bring these giant windmills here and then we're going to put them together on an island that we're building inside of LA Long Beach Harbor. And also we're, we're devastating a huge portion of land where the birds nest up in Port Wyneme, the terns, their nesting grounds. We're going to just wipe that off the face of the earth so we can build another area to put together these windmills. Is It's the most unbelievable, craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I was watching another show to last night just to get I'm always everyone's always sending me information about these windmills and I'm doing everything I can to figure it out there you, this is going to blow your minds gang because nobody's nobody's paying attention as they're just stealing all of our money but here's the thing no one understands what's going on out there and the possibility of a long-range boat out of Dana Wharf zero they have a, you're not going to believe this, and I'm not making it up, and I'm not lying. They have a moratorium in the United States of America for hooking any new windmills up to the power grid. Yeah, there's windmills that have been spinning in the desert. In Palm Springs, where you most of you have gotten introduced to this baloney that are spinning, that have never, ever been hooked to the grid. There's a 20-year moratorium on hooking any new energy up to the grid because the grid can't handle any, any new technology, any new energy. Maybe Elon Musk has a plan, but I'm telling you right now, we're just stealing billions and billions of taxpayers' money to build something that will not, you won't be able to use it. There's no such thing as green energy, gang. There isn't. There is no such thing as green energy. That is the biggest lie ever put on the American, on any people, on any, any country in the world. There is no such thing. There is no such thing. You know, the batteries, do you know what the outer casing of a battery is made out of? A petroleum product. Come on, gang. Don't be so silly. It's absolutely true. There's no such thing as green energy. It's all a lie that's been put upon us. None of this stuff's even possible. The mining of the lithium isn't possible without fossil fuel. You're not going to do it with an electric backhoe. There's no such thing as green energy it's bull it's absolutely bull it's bull and you know what arnie even if elon musk built anything like that even if he did you still can't get any of the stuff to do any of the stuff without using fossil fuel to mine any of the stuff plus Where do you think the stuff inside the batteries come from? Where do you think cobalt comes from? A battery can't exist without cobalt. They have children in Africa because the adults won't go in. 
So they send these little kids in to get this and they die. But it's okay because we're producing green energy, which is baloney. It's not true. It's not question me all you want. I have tons of videos I can send you. I have tons of research. I've done my research. I'm watching what's going on. Why did I get so involved in it is the question you're asking? Well, because I've been involved with the MLP since it started, trying to make sure that we keep fishing open. I've been working with CCA. I've been working with uh, the Sport Fishing Association of California back when my father was still alive. I've been working with all the different organizations to try to keep fishing open. And then along comes this windmill deal that they're going to shut down the albacore breeding grounds off of Morro Bay. Devo, you remember when the albacore used to come there and breed. They probably still do, but people don't fish anymore. There's hardly anything left up there. But uh, they're going to take that giant area. They're going to put a, a giant multi-billion dollar island of windmills out there. They're going to devastate Long Beach Harbor. They're going to devastate Port Wyneme. They're going to kill hundreds of thousands of whales. And it's okay because it's green energy. It's going to wipe out the turn. Now, when I was a young man growing up in Southern California, what we were told every day at high school was save the whales, save the whales. And guys like me and Devo, we wore, we wore shirts that said save the bales. It was just funny. It was comical. But we were really invested 100% in saving the California gray whale, the humpback whale, the blue whale, and all the marine mammals in Southern California that we could see. And around the world, everybody was into saving whales. In the last 10 years, we've decided that it doesn't matter anymore. We'll just slaughter massive amounts of whales because we're the new green deal, which is bull. There is no such thing. Let's keep going back to that. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as green energy. There's no such thing. There's, it's a lie. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. You can keep on looking it up, gang, and trying to figure out there's no such thing as green energy. In order to mine any of the stuff to make the green energy, that takes fossil fuel. You're, you, the batteries are just toxic. Like, I'd rather have an exhaust pipe coming into my room than to have battery acid poured on my body. You've seen what it does to your clothes. Are you kidding me, folks? Are you absolutely bought into this green energy? It's a lie. There's no such thing as green energy, okay? All right. So I'm sorry. I got off on a tangent, but I'm just telling you, it's really sad. Yeah, there's nothing like being a grandparent. My little baby Zay Zay is right outside. My son and my daughter-in-law are right outside. Everybody's hanging out. My son's going to be on the show tomorrow, but... There's no such thing as green energy, gang. And you can stand up on top of a mountain and sing this all day long and then watch the people that believe in green energy and then ask them a few key questions. And they don't have an answer. And the way they're going to answer you is they're going to call you names. They're going to tell you, they're going to call you names because that's their defense system. There's no such thing as green energy. <laughs> there just isn't, gang. There just is not any such thing. So it's a big, giant waste of our money and taxpayers' money, and there's so many other problems to worry about on the planet. This is not 
real, okay? So there's no such thing as green energy and I don't want to hear about it. And there's no such thing as global warming. You guys are all full of crap. Think about this. I do this a lot in my seminars. I live on the Baja Peninsula, right? At one time, the Baja Peninsula was underwater. You know how I know that? Because when I stop, when I'm driving up and down the Baja Peninsula and I go pee and I'm standing on a mountaintop taking a piss, all of a sudden when I push some of that sand away with my pee-pee, I see seashells. A lot of my friends find shark's teeth in the hills on the Baja Peninsula. My son used to live in Flagstaff, Arizona. There's a there's a canyon there called the Grand Canyon. That thing used to be full of water from one side to the other. That's what carved out the Grand Canyon. Stop and think about it for a minute. Baja Peninsula is underwater. The Grand Canyon was full of water. But now they want to tell you that it's global warming. What's normal? Is the Grand Canyon supposed to be full of water? Is the... Is, uh, is the um, Baja Peninsula supposed to be underwater? What's normal? You got to turn off the noise. They're all lying to you, gang. There's no such thing as green energy. There's no such thing as global warming. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Yep. Yawn. We used to go out there, Max, and get those teeth with Yawn at Mission Viejo. Mission Viejo used to be underwater, gang. There's shark's teeth in the hills of Mission Viejo. What is... Next, under eight foot rod that you would like wrapped with a fish weave in purple. I, maybe a little, maybe a little trout rod, something like that, Dave, would be good. That would be cool. Little trout rod or something like that. Do the new painted Ahi Deception Cedar plugs need to be tuned? Almost bought one today. Yeah, they need to be tuned the way Jimmy Decker shows you on our video series, how to tune the, how to tune the, um, Cedar plug? Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to tune them always, Tim. And just once you check it out, it'll give you an idea. When you spin it three or four times, it lays the way Jimmy showed you. That's going to tune that thing. You're going to put that mark on it. But yeah, every cedar plug, because no matter what, gang, you got to remember these things are being produced in a factory somewhere and you don't know which one is going to be the best one. Just like a surface iron. When you've got a good surface iron, it's like you got a surface iron that works really good. Every time you cast it out, you get bit. When you bring it back in, you better check your knot. You better check your line and make sure it's not frayed because there's nothing worse than making that cast and the thing goes slinging off your line or you take two cranks and that fish bites it and he takes your bitch and surface iron because not all surface iron swims the same. So once you find one that swims that gets bit, you got to. What do you mean? How come you don't see anything I'm reading, Stephen? Here, you want to see your post? There you go. I'll put it up there. I, I didn't know you guys wanted to see the questions I'm answering. There. Now you can see what I'm reading. Five weight? No, maybe a three weight. I like fishing those little streams in Big Bear. Um, You're very welcome, Nicholas. I'm trying very hard to help you all not be a booger eaters when you go fishing. And now you don't suck anymore because you're a member of your saltwater guide. That's, that is rad. Thank you very, very much. Let's see. Mike Lewis. Yeah, but at least the earth is flat. Absolutely. Can you... <laughs> 
Crazy, crazy. Hey, baby girl, I love you too. There's my beautiful wife jumping in on the show. I'm trying to put up the comments. Stephen, if that's what you're talking about, I'll put up the comments more. I'm sorry. No salad shredders off of Morro Bay. No, it's it's horrible. And Tommy Gomes calls them salad shooters. Yeah, it's money going into the politicians' pockets. It's got nothing to do with green energy. It's got nothing to do with saving us. It's got nothing to do with bettering our life on the planet Earth. It's got nothing to do with that gang. It's a big lie. There's no such thing as green energy. You can show me a bunch of crap all you want, and then I'll always ask you how they get that crap. How, how are they going to get it? How are they going to get it out of the ground? How are they going to manufacture? What... How are they manufacturing the, the cases the batteries go in? What are they using? Is there any plastic on it? Is there any rubber on it? If there is, those that's plastic and rubber. That's a petroleum product, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't really care. I can only tell the truth. That's all I do is tell truth on this. Like I tell you every day at the end of the show, turn the news off. They're all lying to you. Right now, I'm all I got is truth. I can only tell you the truth. I can't make up any bullshit crap about what's going on out here because it's not real. Yeah, we need to keep calling it out, Sean. You're absolutely right. But most people are afraid to say anything or most people are bought into this crap and most people are getting paid off by it. Oh, okay, Stephen, I see. Nope. It's just Cap Dave being uh, stingy with the comments and not let everybody see him. I'm sorry. But yeah, when they're good comments, I throw them up on the screen. And if I don't throw yours up there, it's not because I don't think it's good. It's because the 70s were gnarly on me. And uh, I forget stuff. And I don't have my beautiful assistant, Kelly Girl, sitting. Right. How much plastic's on an electric car? An electric car isn't even electric. It's, it's, so, it's so much. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll play because you brought that up. So you know where you plug in your electric car to those to those outlets? Yeah. Well, you know what powers those? It makes the energy come into that little outlet so you can drive your stupid electric car 100 feet before its batteries do again. That's a petroleum product, ladies and gentlemen. That energy is not coming to you. From some special windmill, because like I just told you, we got a 20-year moratorium on hooking anything up to the grid anyway. They're big diesel generators. They're you don't understand. Here it goes. I can't help it. I gotta keep going. Coal and oil, diesel. It's all it's all petroleum products. You cannot dig the stuff up from the ground with you're not gonna run an electric backhoe. You're not going to run an electric crane. You're not going to, it's just not going to happen. There's not an electric bulldozer that's going to dig down deep enough for you to get that lithium or that uh, cobalt out of the ground, gang. <laughs> it's so sad that they got so bamboozled, so bamboozled. It's just absolutely crazy. We could go into bamboozlement for hours and hours and hours, but I, it's a fishing show. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because they're going to take away another huge area of fishing areas to make this green baloney. And that's why I'm fired up because we don't need any more closures in California. We don't need any more. There's not, there's not a need for another closure. 
We haven't done anything to uh, enhance the ocean by closing all these big areas that were closed by the MLP. We haven't. We've done way more damage than we've done anything good. Like Wayne Coda told me when he was on the show. And happy birthday, Wayne. Happy birthday. Today's Wayne's birthday from CCA. So big shout out to Wayne. Happy birthday. The guy is just tireless fighting for our rights to fish in the great state of California. Stop the closures. Absolutely. 30 by 30 area. All the different closures. Grab the QR code. Be involved. If you're not involved in CCA, you really don't have a right to say anything anyway. But you want to be involved in CCA. Today's Wayne's birthday. Happy birthday, Wayne. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And CCA is a huge part of fishing in California. This is the only voice we have at the table with all these knuckleheads that are trying to close everything. The MLPs did not help a thing. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. We have zero effect on the population of fish in the ocean with the fishing pole or a hoop net. You guys are out of your mind. I hear people day all. I had one booger eater on here telling me that uh, we're ruining lobster fishing because of the hoop nets. You're out of your, oh my gosh. Talk about being dis, misinformed. We're, let's say Devin, Dave Burris, Tim Ogilvy, and I go out fishing tomorrow, tonight. And we have the greatest night of hoop netting we've ever had in our lives. We can have 28 on the boat, period. That's it. End of story. 28 legal lobsters. That's it. Let's say Roger Healy goes out commercial fishing today on his boat with his 350 lobster traps. And he has a phenomenal day. He can have 600 tons. Yep. And you're saying that the hoop netters are the problem? There is no problem. Everything's regulated. He's, he's not going to wipe them out with his lobster traps. We're not going to wipe them out with our hoop nets. It's all a bunch of hoopla baloney that people just love to spread negative garbage out there. They're just so into spread negative garbage. People are watching our live show at the last couple of weeks. And we're getting more views than a than a network news channel and uh, people are super jealous about that because we're successful. We're having fun. We're out there hoop netting on the water. We're doing it ethically and we're doing it legally and we're not taking what we can't have and all that great stuff. And then there's people that are jealous because they didn't come up with the idea. So they got to talk a bunch of crap. <sighs> it's crazy. So gang, I told you I was going to tell you something about our new sponsor. Talk to Brandon today. He's coming on board. Something fishy. If you haven't tried this product, if you haven't seen this product, if you haven't used this product, you're you're wasting time on Lysol and all the other garbage out there to try to mask the smell. This absolutely destroys the smell. My monkey, Marley, behind me. I love you, Marley, a lot. You're my buddy. You're my pal. Kelly and I's little baby boy. There he is. But gang, he loves to mark everything. So this room, without something fishy, this room would smell something ranky. So something fishy is incredible. And Brandon designed this. There's two different flavors. One's in the yellow, one's in the pink. That come out to you. And this stuff is insane. A one little quick squirt in the air. 
takes away the smell immediately. But what I was talking to you about was if you're hoop netting, gang, you're cutting up that bait. You're getting all that sardine all over you. You're getting it on your clothes, your hands smell. You just take this, one squirt on your hands, rub them together. No more smell. I wish we had this when I was a deckhand. When we're done loading bait at the bait barge, I'm telling you, and you go downstairs for your hour and a half or two hours of sleep and you lay down in the bunk and you put your hand by your mouth or your elbow or whatever, you can smell that anchovy sardine stench from the bait net, the handle, all that stuff. This stuff is incredible, gang. You've got to try this. It is the most incredible product I've ever seen. And listen, if you go over here and you order it right now, and you put in the code YSWG, you're going to save on your purchase of something fishy. And you won't be disappointed, gang. I told Brandon at the show at Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival, if I came home and this got rid of the smell of my monkey, then I'll stand by it forever. And I'm standing by this product. And we're going to talk about it from now on on our Wednesday shows. We're going to talk about it. Brandon's going to go out with Justin, I think, next week or the week after. Whichever night he has free, he's going to bring some of this product out on the boat. Everybody on the boat's going to get to try it. You're going to get to find out. want you to rub your hands around on the sardines and then spray some of this on your hands, and you'll just be blown away. When you're purchasing this, in the code, for your purchase code, put in the YSWG. And you're going to save a percentage on your purchase. You will not be disappointed. Those of you that are in Dana Point Harbor, Shayla sells this stuff at, at the John's Fish Market. So I know you can try it out there. There's a lot of different stores around. But give Brandon a shout out. Go to somethingfishy.net. It's right there in the bottom left-hand corner. Those of you that are on, listening to the podcast, driving around, it's somethingfishy, F I. F-I-S-H-Y, something fishy, dot net, somethings fishy dot net. So it's somethings, that's plural, fishy dot net. Check it out. This product is insane, gang. I cannot talk about it enough. It is an absolutely insane product. And he's going to be coming out on the boat with Justin. So you can try it out on the boat. I'm sure he'll give everybody that goes on the boat next week on that open party trip a free sample. Oh my gosh, gang, you don't have any question. Nobody's got anything they want to talk about. Come on now. What'd you say there? Jay Fron, combine something fishy with mechanic soap to completely clean and get the smell out. I always have mechanic soap. Fishing, slimy fish. Okay, there you go. That stuff will work in your snake room. Yeah, and you can, t that'd be great. Justin, when Brandon comes with you on the HoopNet trip, you guys can talk about that because, let me, gang, I used to have a, oh my God, I had an albino king snake I bought with the kids when they were little. And I'll tell you what, that was the worst smelling animal I ever, and I thought it was my house. I thought it was my garbage disposal. I thought it was so much stuff. It ended up, I didn't even know what it was until I started hanging out with Justin and he told me it was the snake. Oh my God, they put out the worst stench. This something fishy would help out tremendously. It would help you out tremendously, gang. I want you to check it out. Don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. The really best part about this, it's produced in America. It's a guy, one, it's one guy selling this stuff. His name's Brandon. He's a super nice human. 
and this product is real and it works and I don't promote stuff that isn't real and doesn't work because you're all going to watch me and you'll destroy me on social media if I don't tell you the truth. So check it out. What kind of fish was it? Oh, the, the little one? That's called an anchovetti. We caught it up there in uh, Mag Bay while we were make, throwing the net trying to catch a mullet. I, if, if you, if I have it, I'll show it tomorrow. Let me look through my stuff or you resend it to me, Mike. Because I know you sent it to me and I know what you're talking about. And tomorrow's show will show it. Absolutely. And gang, there's a new thing on your saltwater guide. There's a brand new thing over on your saltwater guide. You can put your videos up now on the, on the uh, community, which is, Brand new, and it's worth it. So you can put your videos up over there on the community, gang. And how cool is that? You can take video of you and your family out fishing, put them up on the community, let everybody see how much fun you're having because you no longer suck at fishing because you're a member of the greatest fishing website ever made. With the best community, I'm telling you, the people that are involved, and we have over 4,100 people involved. Mike Lewis has been to my house. Mike Lewis met me from the podcast. Mike Lewis is now a very good friend. His wife, one of my wife's very bestest friends on the whole world. It's all because of the community we're building at your Saltwater Guide Gang. Tim Ogilvy, same thing. Devin Cruz, you've been a friend of mine forever. Max Bosler, you've been a friend of mine forever. But gang, the community that we're building at your Saltwater Guide is a camaraderie of people all working together and it's phenomenal and I can't, Thank everybody enough. Here we go. What do you got, Devin? Updates on Cabo working class people that live in Cabo River beds, all the rain. Everybody made it through pretty good. Everything came out really, really well. We had a lot of rain, but most of the people were living a little bit higher than normal. I think they got the memo. Things are really good. I was talking to my next door neighbor who's super involved in the... Uh, Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate that. I don't think there is either. I really don't. I know there's a lot of people out there fishing, but there's very few people doing what we're doing, if, if there is anybody. But Devin, what's going on down here is they brought in 45,000 day workers to Cabo. They are building Cabo like you can't even comprehend, gang. It's full speed down here. The really cool thing about living down here, gang, everybody wants to work. They're excited about work. They, they are excited to go to work. They're excited to be there all day. They're, when you go to a restaurant, you got two or three people taking care of you that are happy that you're there. They're not pissed. They're not staring at their cell phone the whole time they're waiting on you, which I saw when I went up to Southern California. I was, every time I saw a waiter or a waitress, I thanked them for working in Southern California, because I've talked to a lot of restaurant owners. I've talked to a lot of business owners up there. And the biggest problem everyone's having today is no one wants to work. No one wants to show up. My key, my number one thing that I taught both of my boys show up. My son will be on the show with us tomorrow. You can ask him gang nowadays. Holy Christ. I wish I was starting out. I wish I was starting out working right now because you can be the president of a company real quick right now. 
All you got to do is show up. If you show up, you're going to win. You're going to jump up the ladder of any business so rapidly because nobody wants to work. And if they do, they don't want to be there the whole time. They don't want to be there through their whole shift. My son and my daughter both run restaurants. And the first thing the people do when they get there is ask them if they can leave early. The first thing they do is ask if they can have tomorrow off. The first thing they do is ask, where's my office? It's just the most amazing thing. So if you, the key right now, anybody that's young that's listening, show up. You win. All you got to do is show up. Everybody wants to be the boss. If you show up, if you show up, it'd be insane. If you show up, it'll be absolutely incredible. That's the key. You just got to show up. You just have to show up. You want to be the boss? Show up. It's just incredible. No one wants to work. But down here, Devo, everybody wants to work. They're excited to work. They know how to get money. They're, no one's giving free money away. No one's controlling the rent. No one's telling you what you can and can't sell. No one's telling you anything down here it's it's pretty much the way it was when we grew up in America you work you get paid you go buy stuff no one's giving away nothing down here but the people down here are hard workers super happy and everything's really really good down here we got zero crime life is phenomenal down here thanks for that question gangs anybody got any questions anybody want to know anything about anything about what's going on Fishing-wise, hoop-net-wise, what do we got here? I want to read this online with you. Heads up, good win in New Jersey. Two wind farm projects canceled. Another clean energy bus company just filed bankruptcy. Green energy is also something fishy. Fished with Brandon. Cool dude. Yes, he is, and it's great. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for letting us know that, Jeff. Yeah. The article I was watching last night, or excuse me, the, the the YouTube thing I was watching on last night was saying that the government forced a bunch of these companies into building these green energy farms across the United States. The big, big, big boys that built these things have seen 0.0% on investment. They have gotten nothing back they're, they don't see anything coming for another 20 years. They're all bailing out. They can't do it. They did exactly what the government told them to do. They built these giant green energy farms all over the United States, wiped out phenomenal farmland, wiped out great fishing areas, wiped out great hunting areas, did that on the premises of green lion energy. It's absolutely incredible. It's the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen. And these companies are all bailing out now because it doesn't work. But they keep on saying green energy. It's the biggest lie. But go do your own research, gang. Everything's out there. All you got to do is just go on to YouTube and plug in and listen. Shut your mouth and listen for a minute. And uh, you'll be blown away. What do we got here? Steven, I'm ordering some fishy. Maybe it will work with... I'm in a tree. Oh, I bet you it would. I'll bet you it would. It takes away that scent. 
Well, here's the thing with fluorocarbon. It start, it, it's not like monofilament. So it doesn't start to break down in the sunlight. So the spools of fluorocarbon are probably good. I'm only using an 18, maybe two foot piece of fluorocarbon all the time I'm using it. So if you get four or five spools of floral of uh, opsin fluorocarbon from Greg over there, you're probably never going to have to buy another spool, especially at our age, Devo. We don't have a lot of time left, so we're not you get four or five spools. You're never going to have to worry about it again. I'd get rid of all, all the colored stuff, though. I just go with the clear. I would just stay with the clear and use just clear, no color. Justin, how is the fishing at Catalina? Gang, I just talked to one of our members who is a Catalina yesterday in that wind, and he had epic fishing. He followed my game plan. He went exactly to the spot that I've been telling you all about where I caught those sea bass during the War Heroes. He went right there. He had why he went to a couple other spots first because like i always say ego is the worst thing ego 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 gets in the way and he had a not better idea than i did now the guy is he's a uh, rock and roller he actually plays in a band and all that stuff and but he had a better idea so he tried his idea then he tried a couple other ideas and then he ended up where i told him to go and then he had full speed fish until he ran out of bait. Barracuda, Bonita, Bass, hung a, what he thought was a yellowtail. He wasn't sure, but it broke his line. But uh, yeah, Catalina's on fire. Catalina's insane, and it's going to be really good. And then our other buddy, uh, Max, or excuse me, Wes Maxwell has a great report if you go look. They went fishing at Catalina yesterday and had an epic time and then went hoop netting and only took five hoop nets, Justin. He took five hoop nets to Catalina and uh, it was wide open. They had limits on their first set for four of them with five hoop nets. <laughs> So that kind of goes against what I've been, you and I have been preaching, but that's what he had on his boat, but he got limits for the four guys. Absolutely insane over at Catalina right now. It's, what do you want to catch? Oh, big blue fin. Shut up. You can't even turn, you don't even, you can't even catch one if you hooked one. So you don't really want one. You just want a picture. So just let me know. I'll send you a picture of blue fin. You can tell all your friends you caught it. Nobody really wants to catch a blue fin. They all think they do. And then when they catch one, they're like, now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. What do you got, Jack? What do you got? What do you got? This is my buddy, Jack. Good documentary about the negative effects of wind farming in our backyard. Watched it last night for those interested. There it is. There you go. Jack, thank you very much for that, gang. I'm telling you, this is the biggest farce ever played on us. Almost as big as the one three years ago. We can't say that, talk about that one. I'll get banned forever, but... This one's pretty mind-boggling, the amount of money they're getting. What do you got, Brian? I don't... I'm not sure what you mean by that. Go into it a little bit more. If I said it, I know it's true. What do you got, Bob? Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, I saw the picture of the sheephead you caught there. Everybody that's not a part of your saltwater guide, send me an email or a text and I'll give you a free look. You can go look at the community. You can see all these people that are talking on here right now. You can see everybody's post. You can see Justin. You can see everybody. They're all posting all the cool things they're doing at all the different places. San Diego, the Coronado Island, San Clemente Island, Catalina Island, Long Beach Harbor, Oxnard, Ventura, Santa. We cover everything from the Channel Islands down to the Coronado Islands and off, offshore. And uh, the community we've built is absolutely incredible. If you're into fishing, you'd love it. Because you can go on there while you're sitting at work and you can read all the cool things and watch all the cool stuff and everything is pretty damn cool. I'm, you're setting, you're working, but watching the show while setting on the Naval Pier. How cool is that, John? That is a bitchin' picture you just sent me. I know you are and I, and I appreciate that tremendously, Justin. Went out on the, here, here's a good one. You, absolutely, Jake. And there's no better place than Dana Moore Sport Fishing, run by my little sister, or run by my sister Donna. Never say that; she hates it when I call her that. Run by my sister Donna and my brother Mike. They run a phenomenal operation. They do it exactly the way my father taught them to do it. It's all about service, service, service. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely artificial reef time. Good fun. That doesn't kill your gas. And John, isn't it wonderful to just drop the anchor? And catch a fish every time you throw your line in the water. That's got to be probably the number one thing that all the all the members have learned is just absolutely unbelievable. I'm doing it soon, Devin. I'm doing it soon. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a new, thank you, Brian. There's a new rule out there that says you can't be out of sight of your hoop nets. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I I didn't read the, but this is what we used to do. We used to throw all our hoop nets in the water, then we'd go get dinner, and then we'd come back and pull them. Now they're saying you can't do that. I don't know. I'd have to, I, I didn't read the regs fully. Justin, you're here. What do you know about that? Are you allowed to do that or not? Justin knows more about it than I do. It's uh, if you got that answer to that question, Justin, or if you could look it up, I don't. I was told that uh, Brian, that you can't leave them. And then in the old days, I was told that too. And then that got me in trouble because it wasn't true. So I don't really know what's true and what's not true anymore. I'm scared to death to do anything wrong with the fish and wildlife they're looking for me all the time reg say you have to stay within here you go there you go so there's the new law so you're right brian so we can't do that anymore it was a great thing that we used to do and it was just wonderful and then we'd go and the hoops net would all be full of lobsters but now i guess you can't do that anymore because here's what we talk about on the show all the time as soon as somebody finds out we're having fun doing something in California, the very first thing they want to do is stop it. They got to figure out a way to shut it down so we won't have any fun.
That's a good that's a good one, John. You're absolutely right. With with what's going on in California today, yeah, it, it's probably a good idea to not leave them because there's so many booger eaters out there stealing stuff. This is a great question, Jack. If someone is not hooping on your boat and they do they need a license, listen. Here's what happens. And the fish and wildlife is very, very good at this. They got those uh, binoculars they can see in the dark. They got those infrared binoculars. They can see what's going on. If you have someone on your boat that doesn't have a license or a lobster card, but if they touch a rope or a buoy, basically, if you're bringing someone else on your boat, Jack, buy them a lobster card and buy them a fishing license. Because if you have a good night hooping, could you imagine you have two friends on the boat? One of them didn't want to get a license. So there's two of you and the lobsters are crawling and you're first, you're like Wes Maxwell and you're over at Catalina yesterday. And the first crawl is just as good as it could be. And you got to leave because you guys didn't, didn't want to buy that other fishing license. Cause you didn't, but if the fish and wildlife sees them touch a buoy, touch a rope, touch the bait, oh, any type of being involved in the fishing of lobsters, that's a ticket. But the real reason why is because if it's a good night crawling, you want their seven. You want his the guy that didn't want to do it or a girl, you still want their seven. So it's worth buying a day license and a lobster card. I think you get the day license and the lobster card for less than it would to buy a legal lobster at the fish market. I'm pretty positive about that. So there's not a there's never a time to have someone on your boat that's out lobster fishing that's not involved with lobster fishing that doesn't have their permit are there because if it's good fishing you do not want to not catch their seven what do we got here yeah the bronze spotted we call those warthogs yeah the fish and wildlife's very 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 proud of those did you get a ticket jeff I'm sorry if you did. It sucks. I think a, a lobster card. What? What is the price of a lobster card and a um, fishing license now, Justin? Please throw that up right now. I'll throw it on the screen because we're asking. And also, yeah, if you only have one. You and one person on the boat, one of them doesn't have a card. There you go, Mike Lewis. Thank you. There it is right there for you. $15 for a day license and $9 for a lobster card. You're not buying. You're not buying a legal California spiny lobster for that price. You're just not going to get one. You can get those main lobsters, the ones that taste like mud. You can get those all day. You could probably get three of them for the price of a five for the price of a fishing license in the lobster card, but you're not going to get the most sought after lobster in the world. The California spiny lobster. They pay a hundred dollars a pound for those in China. I know your lobsters are way better. You guys on the East coast, but nobody wants them, but they're the greatest lobster. You can get in a fight with people. They're oh my main lobsters. Yeah. Well, they're not according to the world, but maybe according to you, they are. And that's great. You can have them all. We'll keep all our spinies right here. $40 minimum for a single one insane the other day. Yeah, one lobster, $40. Jeez, 
that's a little tiny. That's a just legal, baby. That didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't over the size limit in any way, shape, or form. Crazy. What do you got, Max? No, it's, if you buy your license right now, gang, they, Wayne Coda, happy birthday, Wayne, again, CCA. If you buy your California fishing license today, it's good for one year from the date of purchase. That is a huge thing because some of us would go fishing in December and we'd buy a license and we'd have to buy another license in January. No, Kelly. She's not here washing my cup. I even have some really crazy stuff. I haven't made my bed in three days, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I got my kids here. It's crazy. It's mayhem here. If Kelly saw the house right now, her head would explode. She's calling around trying to get a maid to come clean before she comes home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's really good to know, Max. Gang, I want to thank you all for watching my show and, and grabbing that QR code in the top right-hand corner and giving us some tips for the animals. You can, that's our Venmo account. You can go right there and you can sprinkle some dollars on us if you want, if you want to help feed all the rescue animals, the monkeys and everything else. And then also, you can also give, give us stars, Mike Lewis, Augie, Dan and Kim, everybody that gives the stars every day. Thank you so much. It's just amazing to me. And this month we're setting records, never had this many stars ever. So everybody's getting involved. And I think the new show Justin's doing with us is Really helping out tremendously with all the people. The viewership's gone up tremendously. We're on to something big time here. We're trying to get uh, Pablo down there in San Diego to start doing it live. Get Sunny up there at the Channel Islands. Then we're, we're really going to have some things. So those sand fleas are absolutely incredible. They're Yeah, they're horrible. First of all, what they do is they eat all your bait. And... Justin went through three scoops of bait in that three-hour period because the sand fleas were eating all the bait. Also, if you watched, when they were catching crabs, they were catching lots of sand fleas. And then when they bring up a hoop with lobsters in it, there wasn't that many sand fleas. And I told people this years ago at Catalina. When we got on an area at Catalina where there was a lot of sand fleas, we would not catch any lobsters. I do not think the lobsters enjoy those things crawling all over them. So we would move our stuff from somewhere. Oh, my good buddy, Todd Manser, who wants to be a part of the show so bad, doesn't know what time it is. Um, so the sand fleas are not good in any way, shape, or form. They don't help out. They eat all your bait. The problem is up there in Long Beach, without any weather or anything, his areas are limited to where him and I believe that you can catch some. So where he's been fishing the last couple of trips, that's the area. Cause we've talked to a lot of our members that are fishing in other areas up there. Todd Manser, what are you doing calling? Dude, go ahead and leave the message on here. What are you doing calling? It's, I know it's one minute till the end of the show, you booger eater, but gang, sand fleas are not good. I want to thank everybody. What do we got here? Lobster bar in hand and fishing end of Newport Jetty, catching nothing and then crawling in the rocks for lobsters. Best dinner ever at 16. Yeah. Woohoo. 
Yep, that's what they used to feed all the, the prisoners. Lobsters. So everybody just needs to take it easy. What am I doing? I am hanging out doing a podcast. I just started doing it three years ago, so I'm sure you have no idea. Gang, there's my QR code. If you want to be a part of this, if you want to be a part of the best fishing website ever made, if you want to be part of our phenomenal, let's just say you don't want all the extras. Let's just say you just want to be a part of the community, a protected community where there's 0.0 negativity. It's nine bucks a month. You can be part of that. Are you can wait. January 1st, everything's going up phenomenal. We're going to raise the prices like you've never seen before. So Kelly Girl's hoping you wait till January because she has a big Sephora order she's going to place. I'm just hoping that you all get in now so you don't get charged the phenomenal amount of money. But you're going to be blown away what the price is going to be on January 1st. But you can wait. It's all good, but you can get in now and I don't ever raise prices. The people that got in in the beginning for $4.99 a month, guess what they're paying right now? $4.99 a month. And then the new group of people that got in for $9.99 a month on January 1st, they're not going to, their rates don't go up. That's my commitment to everybody. The 4 dollars I committed to you when you signed up that it would never go up and I haven't raised it. They're still getting the same exact quality of information for $4.99. The 999ers, you guys are going to get the same quality of information. There's a couple of other companies out, or a couple of other groups of fishermen that are running websites that are charging way more than we are, which is very, very little to, to no content. And they're charging an epic amount of money and they got people signing up. So I was like, we have a proof of concept, five years. We have an app. We got a giant community. We have over 4,000 members. We're prices going up. Price of tea in China is going up, ladies and gentlemen. Grab the QR code. Get in now. Save yourself a phenomenal amount of heartache. You're going to be bummed next year. I mean, the guys that are still in for the 499 call me all the time. I go, God, I'm so glad I did that five years ago. I am too. Believe me, I think it's great. I'm never going to take advantage of anybody, but I am raising my prices. I don't know if you've seen the price of fuel lately. Everything's gone up, so it's going up. Everything's going up. Why do people throw back Boccaccio? We call him Salmon Grouper. Tim, there's a couple of reasons. It's not the most sought after rockfish. And nowadays with the limited amount of rockfish you're allowed to have on the boat, most people want some of the more highly prized fish like the chili peppers or the, or the uh, starry-eyed rockfish or the boscos. The, the meat quality is much better on those rockfish. There's the Boccaccio is not the most high quality of meat. It's a little bit mushier. It's still good. Believe me, it's still good. But it's not the highest quality of meat. So most people throw those back with the limited amount of rockfish that you're actually allowed to keep nowadays. So that's the number one reason why they do that. And then, yeah, those popcorn lobster legs, Dave Hill, isn't that the coolest thing in the world, gang? If you haven't tried that yet, you want to go fishing with Justin. Justin, are you running your open party trip on the 16th during the rain? I think he is. So check him out. Justin Botrell, Bowline Sport Fishing. Let's throw that QR code up here. Let's get you up there, buddy. Grab Justin. You want to make it out with his trip? We've gone a little bit over. My family's downstairs waiting. We're going to go. Mike Lewis, you know where we're going right now? We're going to the fish place. We're going to go get my daughter feet 
chewed on and getting that reflexology. I'm excited. I've been talking about it for two days since they got here. We're fired up. We're going to go make a video. We're going to take the baby there. And she's going to get her feet worked on. I'm going to get my feet worked on. My son's going to get his feet worked on. This is all because of Mike and Jamie Lewis. They showed us this place. I lived here for five years. And I had I walk by those fish places every day. I never think about it. I never, ever go, oh, I should go in there until Mike Lewis came home and told me I needed to go there. And now it's like a thing. We're going there, Mike. We're on our way. Gang, throw the tips out there. Throw the stars out there. Thank you all very much for watching our show. Tomorrow will be a very interesting show. Think about it. My son is going to join me on here. You can ask him anything you want. He does. He's like me. We don't have a filter. He lets you know exactly what it's all about. He'll tell you. And Justin, there's Justin's phone number. Call him up. You want to get out there with him. I don't know if you saw him on the show yesterday, but because of these live shows and everything else, he's booking up solid. If you want to get out lobster fishing, you better book a trip sooner than later. How cool would it be to have lobsters for Thanksgiving dinner? It's pretty spectacular. I've done it a couple times. Everybody at the table is blown away when you bring out the lobsters with the turkey. Think about that. Lobsters for Christmas. You got to get out with Justin. Gang, thank you very much, everybody, for the stars, for the tips, for the views, for everything you do for us. Share. That's probably the easiest thing you can do. Share this. Share this show. Share all my stuff with all your friends. People have never heard anyone talk like me. They don't know what's out there. They don't know. I. You can listen to this while you're riding around with your children. There's no bad words ever said by me. And if there are free stuff for all the children, I don't believe in cussing. I don't think that's that important. And uh, yeah, you can freeze the tails. I can tell you how to do that offline because I'm done. We're going down to the harbor to get our feet chewed on by some fish. See ya. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.